beloved people today I would like to kindle your attention to awaken your attention to the fact that God calls people and is calling people today to follow Christ Jesus how powerful to follow Jesus and to build up to build up a body of followers of Christ and to construct them into a royal priesthood a holy nation a people set apart unto the Lord so that they may declare forth the wonderful deed achieved at Calvary by Christ Jesus himself who has already called us from the wickedness of this dark world into his wonderful marvelous light that must be at the bottom of your soul on a daily basis that the Lord is now calling people he calls people and is now calling you to go and build forth a priesthood a holy nation that you may serve give praises unto the Lord you may serve him give sacrifices unto the Lord a holy sacrifice that is why he's calling you today by the fact that now we have this connection you have this connection with the ministry of repentance and holiness of the Lord Yahweh the ministry that he has launched with the primary agenda of preparing the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah the ministry of the two mightiest prophets of the Lord the ministry of the two mightiest prophets of the reign the ministry of the latter glory of God I want you to know right from the onset that when you begin your mission by virtue of this connection then the house of the Lord the church you minister in will be the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit the latter glory the Holy Spirit that is the target you cannot be less because he's available 
the glory has been poured by virtue of this connection that the heavens are open the latter rain is falling and you are now being ordained at this place then wherever you will minister the house of the Lord will be the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit in other words I am saying that you know the apostasy happening in the church out there now big apostasy in the church out there now where stories about Holy Spirit stories about what the move stories are happening he's saying not with you anymore the vivid presence of God must come into your ministries it will not be a, a, a story in the book no 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 I'm saying by virtue of this connection if you are faithful in this walk the glory of the Lord has descended here in this place and today you were shown also again and many nations are aware in fact all nations now know that the glory of the Lord has descended here and so by virtue of this connection there is going to be a high expectation of you Is it really true that you went there, you saw the visitation of God, you met the two servants of the Lord, and then they consecrated you unto the Lord? Ah, then please help us. The expectation is going to be very high because all nations are aware, they are aware. So this is not an ordinary calling coming upon your life. You can't hide in, go to your country and hide in there and start doing your own things. It's not even going to be possible. The spirit of the Lord is going to ensure it's not possible. You cannot hide no longer, right? Therefore, the baptism of complete immersion and the baptism of, Holy, of the Holy Spirit through the baptism of the cloud that came upon the meeting in Nakuru where you have come from, the cloud of the Godhead, that baptism has covered you today. The cloud of God has baptized you. You have been baptized under the cloud of the Godhead. Hallelujah. This is not an ordinary calling. This is a historic calling. Those visitations you say in Nakuru were not a joke. Recording the glory. The glory is beaming. We are recording. That was not a joke. Now you understand what was happening there. 
therefore to the consecrates you are all here by being summoned to be witnesses of God's light of righteousness that is resident in that visitation God's light of righteousness that resides in that visitation God's light of holiness that is inside that cloud and you are recording and recording and recording now you see the consequence right but as you go out to beam that light to witness that light that has happened to you here the lord jesus is calling upon you now to still to remember one thing still remember one key important thing that matters to him to love one another even as god has loved you the consecrates love will be at the bottom of that mission to love the church and to love your neighbor even as god has loved you in order for you to attend to this duty that i've just mentioned this gospel duty that i've just said here before you you are duly assigned and required to prepare a glorious church for the imminent coming of the messiah and therefore this duty of going out to beam the light of righteousness has to be done urgently urgently so you don't have the luxury of doing it as i'm doing it well but at my time no urgently because the messiah is coming first timothy chapter 3 1 to 7 hallelujah until now is everybody okay among the consecrates until now you agree with what has been said okay so good if you ever reach a place where you say now i don't agree with that please let me know so i can put your side so i can move on because i'm going to examine you here right i'll need you to confirm your position on some things i'll mention here hallelujah just that i may be sure that this witness may also be sure hallelujah first timothy chapter 3 1 to 7 trustworthy saying if anyone sets his heart 
on being an overseer like you're going to be he desires a noble task King James says this is a true saying if a man desires the office of a bishop he desireth a good thing verse 2 now the overseer must be above reproach above reproach the husband of but one wife at this hour the Lord is calling men and women I see in the dream when he calls the women, I see in the dream when he calls the men. So he's calling both. So make sure you understand this right. But he's laying out certain irreducible minimums. Even those who are not married, when your marriage comes, you just marry straight and right and holy. In a manner befitting of the cross and the blood and of course now also befitting of this connection you have with this ministry hallelujah so if any of you is married to two husbands or two wives just lift up your hand I see if not we continue Thank you. And if you are not yet married and your time for marriage comes, you marry one wife or you get married to one husband if you are a lady. These are basics, but I must say them to you. That you may know the position of the Lord. You must be temperate. And uh, King James says, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, and given to, op to hospitality, and apt in teaching. NIV says, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, to be able to teach the gospel. Not given to drunkenness, not violent, gentle, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money, <laughs> consecrates, not a lover of money. you know the position of this ministry you know that i rebuke money in the church but you know that when you come and preach righteousness salvation holiness repentance prepare the church god will not humiliate you god has not called you to humiliate you but all I'm saying, allow God to do his ministry in you. Not you to do your ministry. Please. If 
you want to build a church allow God to build his house other than you building your own house and there is no presence of God that is very important because in the beginning the Kenyan bishops who are sitting here began to come to me please pray for me I need some money that I may be able to rent a hall because the church is too small now we need a bigger hall then I asked them but how do you know whether that is God's will why don't we allow the will of God to happen there you're looking for rent to rent the big hall how about if God wants to do it differently and so they went I said I'll pray for you go when they came back, they said, yes, the will of God was different, it happened. Someone appeared and said, look, pastor, this church is too small. This next property is mine. Can I give it to the church, this land? So it was bigger than the rent. But the will of God, the will of God, the will of God, that we may do it God's way. Hallelujah. Again, he said, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him with proper respect for you to be in that office. In other words, go and preach to your family first. Convert them into salvation and then reach out to the world if anyone does not know how to manage his own family how can he take care of God's church he must not be a recent convert in other words the Lord expects that you are seasoned on the matters of salvation. You are seasoned. And only from that crop is calling forth now to another level. People now to serve, take care of the affairs of the Lord in the church. He must not be a recent convert. Or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil he must also have a good reputation with outsiders the consecrates this is what the Lord is saying to you the reputation your reputation must be good so that you will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap The consecrates 
this grand ordination service is for the purposes of God Almighty himself to accomplish the job of consecrating you separating you and ordaining you into the office of the presiding bishop and archbishop which essentially is the office of the shepherd of the souls of men to shepherd the souls to shepherd the sheep of Christ to shepherd the sheep of Christ let, let me repeat this to shepherd not your sheep but the sheep of Christ for this consecration will deconstruct you, deconstruct you, unconstruct you from your old reconstruct you then and order you anew and give you the charges of the Holy Spirit to charge you, give you the charges of the Holy Spirit that you may do the work of God most high so there is going to be a deconstruction that will take place and a reconstruction and the ordering of you even priorities and life and purpose and mission you will be the custodian of the doctrine of repentance and holiness you will also be the guardian of the doctrine of repentance and holiness to guard it to observe and make sure it stands it's not porous it's not infiltrated upon that it may remain repentance and turning away from sin That the church you build up may be holy that is the way in which you will accomplish the mission of preparing the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah in your respective nations zero compromise to be the custodian of the doctrine and the guardian of the doctrine of repentance and holiness but as the Lord gives you the custodianship of the doctrine of repentance and holiness that we received from the cross of Jesus at Calvary The Lord wants you to know 
that that doctrine this doctrine of repentance and holiness as we speak now is the most unpopular in the church unpopular to the world and neglected totally thereby causing the present day church to turn away from the agenda of the Messiah the Lord wants you to have that in your mind that as you go to preach this repentance and holiness to prepare the church just be aware it is not going to be popular but that's all right just continue but as for you like I said repentance and holiness that we receive from the cross and the blood of Jesus shall be the foundation of your doctrine for you and that is now the difference between you and the others you are being charged today as the protector and guardian of the treasured holy faith of Christ Jesus that now righteousness that the Lord purchased at the Calvary cross may continue to thrive in the lives of the believers under you consecrates to the consecrates you will be charged with the duty of gathering the people of God God's people his sheep and celebrate the sacraments of the Holy Spirit in remembrance of the new covenant of the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ that was shed at Calvary for the redemption of this sinful world so at the center of your practice you will celebrate the Holy Communion in remembrance first Corinthians chapter 11 24 to 25 and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of me in the same way after supper he took the cup saying this is the new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me so I want us to go into the sacerdotal pronouncements now 
the consecrates. And in the process, you will be committing your lives. The consecrates and the ordinance. As we go through these sacerdotal pronouncements, you will be essentially affirming, committing yourselves to this mission, right? Okay. I already read from the book of Exodus, Exodus 28. Verses 1 to 4. I now reread, but I'm reading only two verses 1 to 2. He says, And take thou unto thee Aaron thy brother, and his sons with him, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, Ithamar, from among the Israelites that he may minister unto me in the office of the priest even Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, Ithamar Aaron's sons and thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron thy brother for God's glory and beauty and of course his own glory and beauty too hallelujah therefore to the consecrates in my introduction on this segment i want to say that consecration is a very serious matter to the Lord. This consecration here is a very, very serious matter to the Lord. He lays all gravity on this. I want us right from the beginning to understand this. This is serious. It's about preparing God's church that Jesus died for. So to the Lord, consecration is very serious. And I know to you too, this consecration is a very serious matter. I just want to be clear on this, right? Because you come from respective nations, I want also to make this clear to you that your consecration is not only a very serious matter unto the Lord but it's also a very serious national issue national matter for your nation for your nation it is now a serious matter of national significance happening here for your country because in this way then the Lord is able to have a foot soldier on the ground and begin running his agenda doing exploits 
for this hour in your land. When God was calling Aaron into the office of the priest, God chose. That was the choosing of God, his election. You could see that in that way, he elected Aaron. He chose Aaron among all the Israelites and before them. So you too, God Almighty is today choosing you and electing you. It's an election elevating you. It's an elevation to this office that you may serve the Creator. This is different from a government job in your country. This is now the creator calling you to serve him. This is of gravity. This is very serious. The creator himself. These are matters of the creator now. They're different from the way you perceive the matters of the world. Exodus 19 Verse 5. I'll read probably up to 6. Exodus 19.5. Exodus 19.5 to 6. It says, Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession although the whole earth is mine you will for me be a kingdom of priests a holy nation Did you understand? While at this point the Lord may have called the entire Israel into the priestly calling. But you see that when it comes to consecration and ordination then he chooses only Levi. Only Levi, the Levites. I want to use this to bring to you the fact that this is an election. God is choosing you today. Out of the many selected you and chose you and is exalting you. So it's a serious matter to the Lord. Why may have wanted to call all the people in your country? But now see. In his own ways, he has chosen 
to consecrate only you because consecration only came now to Aaron and the Levites alone and yet he called the entire nation into a holy priesthood but when it came to consecration only Aaron this is serious choice Numbers chapter 3 verses 11 to 13 And the Lord spake unto Moses saying And I behold I have taken the Levites from among the children of Israel instead of all the firstborn that opened the matrix among the children of Israel Therefore the Levites shall be mine because all the firstborns are mine for on the day that I smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt I hallowed unto me all the firstborn in Israel both man and beast mine shall they be I am the Lord hallelujah okay So therefore, why the Lord called the entire tribe? Remember we have moved from the nation, now we are on Levi, now the entire tribe. Why the Lord may have called the entire tribe of Levi to be a priestly tribe? God, however, did not consecrate the entire tribe <laughs> among the Levites among Levi the Lord only chose the house of Aaron I want to deliver this choice to you very clearly that you may understand that this is such an honor and privilege it is not usual it is not it is by God's deliberate choice to the consecrates today you are joining the priestly household of God through the admission that Christ Jesus did on the cross by rapturing the curtain and admitting you into the Holy of Holies and that is the very reason for which you are candidates for consecration tonight Hebrews chapter 9 1 to 9 then verily the first covenant had 
also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary for there was a tabernacle made the very first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary for there was a tabernacle made the first wherein the candlestick and the table and the shoe bread which is called the sanctuary and after the second veil the tabernacle which is called the holy of all depending on which version you have which had the golden censer the ark of the covenant overlaid around it with gold wherein was the golden pot that had manna and Aaron's rod that had budded and the tables of the covenant so he has separated the two rooms and over it the cherubims of glory cherubim not cherubims cherubim of glory shadowing the mercy seat of which we cannot speak of particular at this moment now when these things were thus ordained the priests went always into the first tabernacle accomplishing the service of god but into the second when the high priest alone went in it was once a year and not without blood which he offered for himself for the errors and for the errors of the people the holy ghost in this way is signifying that the way to the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while as the first tabernacle was yet standing which was a figure of the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as appertaining to the conscience can i explain this this is so important is saying it was such a tremendous dread it was such a tremendous separation it was such a tremendous calling high calling to take blood of an animal and enter into the holy of holies where Jehovah the cloud that you saw comes and settles and once a year on Yom Kippur alone in other words how much more dreadful then is it for you the consecrates that now you are not going to carry the blood of an animal but you are going to carry the perfect wonder working mightiest blood of the holy son of god himself entering into the holy of holies sacrificing before the father with the blood of jesus i what a calling what a calling 
what a calling you have today i think the pastors out there fall into sexual sin and love of money because they don't understand this when you understand this you tremble who am i to carry the blood of the son of the living god the blood of god the son the blood of the messiah the blood of the darling of heaven the blood of the king of righteousness the blood of the champion that defeated death the blood of the redeemer and enter the holy of holies and stand before the father with a jar say father i have come with the blood how 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 possible how possible without you collapsing it is a powerful calling it is the highest calling on the earth this pastoral calling you are getting today this bishop's calling whatever it is it all boils down to a shepherd of the sheep of Christ how powerful so have you understood now the calling you're being called into if the church had known this before no pastor can fall no you cannot no, let me tell you you will not allow yourself you say i will not fall i am carrying the blood of the lamb of god the glorious lamb and i'm standing before the father how if the high priest with the blood of an animal could not fall how about you with the perfect blood the glorious blood of the glorious lamb of god did you understand the high office you are being called into very high yes how many are beginning to understand the gravity of the calling of the lord thank you so much yes so that now you serve with that gravity nothing less only with that gravity yourself right hallelujah thank you so much thank you so much so the calling of the lord is very serious if you fall you kill many people you kill them because now the lord is going to depend on you because you've heard this message you've heard about the coming of the messiah you've heard about the requirements of righteousness you've heard that the scripture says for without holiness nobody will see the lord so you have a tremendous responsibility to go back to your country and then prepare a holy church for jesus hallelujah very tremendous responsibility very big responsibility hallelujah so I think uh, about, she's about to enter. The veil therefore separated the holy of holies from all the other places. The holy of holies was the earthly dwelling place for jehovah his dwelling place on this earth where he comes in his cloud and dwells 
it is the place where God's presence rested in the temple where men dwelt. So it was a separation. This implies that therefore mankind was separated from God because of sin. I want the consecrates to understand this very, very well. That sin separated man from God. That's why the veil was there. And when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was raptured by God Himself. Hallelujah. Glory a Dios. God himself raptured the veil because it was impossible for man to rapture this. But in order to say the following message, number one, that it is the prerogative of God himself to choose whom to admit into his presence. Whom? Number two, it is the prerogative of God himself to choose when, when to admit someone into his presence. Number three, that only God is able to remove the separation between man and himself. Only God is able. No wonder only he ruptured it. Why have I mentioned all this? Because the fact that Jesus raptured the veil by his death. Put it better. The fact that when Jesus offered the perfect sacrifice on the cross, God removed the veil, removed the separation, raptured it, tore it. Has been misunderstood in the church at the pulpit. misunderstood when you look at the present day church and priesthood they are behaving as though the rapturing of the veil that separated sin sin for man sin sin for man from God holy God they are behaving today in the church as though after that rapture, God now tolerates sin. I want that to be very clear to the consecrates. What a powerful consecration service. Because he's saying the fact that the separation of the holy God from sin, the veil, was raptured at the death of Christ after he made a second cry it raptured does not mean that God is sinful did you hear the word sinful 
does not mean that God accepts sin. God still remained holy. I want you to understand this very clearly. That you don't fall into the mistake of what you see in the church now. You are the priesthood that is going to make the difference. That is going to say, even though we have the gift of the grace, however, God is still holy. Dios es santo perpetuamente, perpetuamente. Eternamente. Yes, yes, still holy. The grace did not change the holiness of God. La gracia no cambiado santidad de Dios. No cambiado nivel de santidad de Dios. No cambiado posición de Dios acerca de santidad. Él es santo. I wanted that to be clear. And very clear. That what you see in the present day church will not come to you. No. You cannot. You cannot be part of that. Can I repeat this? The reason I read for you from the book of Hebrews chapter 9. On the infrastructure of worship. The infrastructure. That God himself set up. That there was the holy of holies. And then a very thick veil. That separated sin. Sinful man from God. Holy God. Is because God is holy. And I said that your ordination is coming at such a time when there is a misconception, misunderstanding on the grace. The reason God sent me to the church because of the misunderstanding of the grace. Because the pulpit of the present day has behaved as though God tolerates sin. It's okay. You can sin here and here. It's still alright. No. God still remains holy, holy and holy. So your consecration is coming at such a time when there is that misunderstanding and the tolerance to sin at the pulpit. And all this I have set up for you, says the Lord, on purpose, beginning with the very type of blood you are carrying to enter there. The gravity of that, oh, you shudder and shatter. The type of blood you are carrying, if the high priest in the other covenant was carrying the blood of an animal, 
and whenever he entered there once a year he trembled he almost, he almost collapsed they put strings or small bells around that if things go bad they can pull him out the dead body out there was the dread the fear of death when he entered with the blood of an animal how much more tremor how much more fear should you that are being you are the candidates for consecration today the consecrates how much fear should consume your hearts when you know that you are crossing over with the blood not of an animal but of the messiah of god the son the redeemer the king of glory the son of the living god the ultimate sacrifice there is no other sacrifice this one must be offered well there is no other sacrifice how much more should you be in great fear should you exude the fear of god as you enter the holy of holies how much more because now you are carrying the blood of the son of the living god sangre de eco coldero glorioso de dios is what you are carrying to sacrifice every day when you appear before the Lord because now he accepts no other sacrifice this is the ultimate sacrifice so the fear of God wisdom should consume you because only the wise virgins entered now I have taken it further to describe the veil and the separation of the holy God from sinful man and the rapturing of the veil and I've said to the consecrates that the present day church they behave at the pulpit as though when the veil raptured the holiness of God ceased the holiness of God stopped no God is still holy even when the grace has been availed the grace is meant to facilitate you to worship God through the help of the Holy Spirit holy 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 spirit holy and to be able to convert you transform you to holy so God is still holy and very holy as you go to minister the altar now you know that this god i worship i cannot be complacent with sin he is still very holy and the grace of god does not mean god tolerates sin no 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 it only means that he has opened the door a bridge with man to help men through the holy spirit he is still holy very holy because the bible says for without holiness nobody will see the lord